Better Than the Movies by Jackie Folker. Oh my goodness. Your place is amazing. Are you still moving in? Emma beamed. Thanks. Yeah, sorry about the mess. I've been pretty busy with work, so I haven't really had time to settle in. No need to apologize. I've been living in the same apartment for three years now, and I'm still not done unpacking. James chuckled. Your place looks like it should be on MTV Cribs compared to mine. I can always help you move things if you want. Thanks so much, but it's really okay. Movers are supposed to bring a few more things this weekend, and I'm taking the day off of work on Monday to finally put things away. James nodded, and there was a beat where Emma wondered if she had offended him and should have just taken him up on his offer. It was really nice of him, but she was trying to be more self-sufficient. Too many times she had let herself get completely caught up with a guy she had just met, and that wasn't going to happen with James. They'd only met last week, but Emma had a good feeling about him, but she was scared to jump in too fast. Growing up, she was obsessed with old Hollywood. The class, the glamour, the old-fashioned romance of getting swept off your feet. But social media took over the world, and long gone were the days of a handsome man buying you a glass of champagne at a refined establishment, only to be replaced by swipes on Tinder from old men and college dropouts. Time and time again, she settled for just okay and good enough just to have her heart broken over relationships that never should have existed. Though she was trying not to get her hopes up, she couldn't help but feel like James was different. Last Thursday, Emma was exhausted after work and indulged herself in that old Hollywood love that she so adored. When she finished the movie, along with a bag of microwave popcorn, six pieces of Dove chocolate, and a bag of Skittles, she looked at her reflection long and hard. What happened to the young girl with high standards and even higher expectations? She missed her. So on the turn of a fuzzy sock-covered heel, she threw on some makeup, tied her hair up in a ballerina bun, put on her favorite jeans, and her newest blouse. She called a cab to take her downtown. It was expensive from her house, but it was worth every penny if it meant taking a step toward becoming the woman she had always dreamt of being. She hesitated when the driver asked her where she was headed, but with a spirit of adventure told him the nicest bar in town. He dropped her off in front of a hotel with a big black sign above the covered double door entrance. The crown, it read. Emma took a deep breath and reached for the door when another hand brushed hers, planted itself on the door handle, and pulled it open. She looked up to see a tall man, not much older than herself, smiling at her. After you, he said. She thanked him and walked inside. The bar was bustling, yet quiet. Scattered around the room were beautiful couples, whispering sweet nothings to one another, groups of thirty-somethings playing cards, and a few lone patrons sitting at the counter. She turned around to look at the gentleman who had held the door open for her, undeniably handsome, with thick dark hair, glimmering brown eyes, and a smile that was straight out of an ad for orthodontia. He waved at her and made his way over to a group of young men who cheered when they saw him. Emma smiled and took a seat at the counter. A glass of champagne, please, she told the bartender. He nodded. Cheers, she thought as she took a sip. She chatted with the bartender for a while and realized he was the first non-work-related person she had talked to since moving here. He asked her if she'd like another drink, and she was surprised to see that she'd already finished her glass. She politely declined and thought about how she ought to head out soon when she felt a looming presence. Mind if I sit down? It was the man who held the door open for her. She motioned to the seat next to her and he took it. What are you having? Oh, um, champagne. 
Oh, celebrating, are we? Two glasses of champagne, please. Oh, I'm sorry, my name is James. Emma. A classic name for a classy girl. It's nice to meet you, Emma. She blushed and turned her head ever so slightly, just enough to see James's friends with their eyebrows raised, wordlessly asking when he was coming back. She snuck a glance at him and was pleased to see that he was motioning for them to go on without him. So what's a girl like you doing in a place like this, he asked her. And the two of them fell into a comfortable rhythm of casual conversation, banter, and laughter. From that night on, they were inseparable. They would catch movies together, sip cocktails after work, grab ice cream, and go for late night strolls downtown. It seemed too good to be true. And that's why Emma was excited, but cautious. She didn't want to get too attached too soon. Sure, she could see this going somewhere, but she didn't need to rush things. Yet she was comfortable enough to show him her new place, where they now stood. She snapped out of her daydreaming. Anyway, show yourself around. I'm glad to finally have some company. It's been a little lonely here. Don't mind if I do. Actually, do you mind if I use the men's room and then you could give me the grand tour? Of course, upstairs, second door on your left. James gave her a quick kiss on the cheek and made his way up the winding staircase. Emma gave herself a quick mirror check and turned her hands to tidying. She heard the water turn on and expected James to come down the stairs any second and compliment her spick-and-span bathroom. If there was one thing she valued, it was cleanliness. But he was taking just a little too long. That's okay, she told herself, probably just checking the text messages or work email or something. And down the stairs he came. Hey, sorry I took so long. I was looking at the pictures you have hanging in the hallway. Is that your family? Yeah, it is. I always take those pictures with me, but I haven't really looked at them in forever. I just kind of threw them on the wall to make myself feel like I'd done something. Would you want to go look at them together? James nodded and the two of them headed upstairs, James threading his fingers through Emma's. Emma pointed to an ornate mahogany frame. This one's my favorite, she smiled. There's my dad, my mom, and my three brothers, John, Cameron, and Jacob. We've always been really close. No sisters? James asked. Emma laughed. Nope, only girl. My brothers toughened me up when I was little, but were really sweet and protective when I got older. Smart guys. They trained you up to defend yourself, but were your first line of defense later on. Where was that picture taken? James inquired. At our grandparents' lake house in Indiana. I think the lake was called Lake Sarah. We always had the best time there. Have you ever been? No way! My family vacationed there a few times. We would rent this big red place with a huge front yard, a waterfront backyard, and this cool old sleeping terrace. I know just the one. It was right down the street from my grandparents. Isn't that weird? That we were so close, but so far from meeting? Yeah. It's kind of like... James hesitated. Never mind. What were you going to say? It's pretty cheesy, but I was going to say that it's like we were meant to meet. James looked at Emma, searching her face for any secondhand embarrassment, but she just smiled. That's not cheesy, and even if it is, I was thinking the same thing. James gave her hand a squeeze, and the two paraded through the hallway, pointing to different pictures, laughing at the styles, the faces, the memories, and sharing more with one another than they ever had with anyone. As the sun slowly fell from the sky, they once again fell into a comfortable rhythm of deep moments and silly smiles. They laid on the carpet, faces numb from smiling, bellies aching from laughter, and hearts full of hope. Neither of them had to say what they felt. Everything that needed to be said was in the air and in the glimmer in their eyes. Anyone could see it plainly. 
that life was not meant to be like old Hollywood movies. It was created to be even better. James and Emma had a lot to learn about life and each other, but they would find out everything they needed to know together.